All right, today we're going to talk about some baseball news, and better yet, we're going to talk about our predictions for the season. Let's see if I can make it two years in a row. <laughs> Let's get started. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 47. Yeah. Yeah, 47. 47 about episodes that? in. We are now the eve, as we record this, of opening day. That's right. Opening day tomorrow. Can't wait. I think they have a pretty good lineup on TV. Majority, I think everyone is playing. Yeah. Which is great, you know, sit in front of the TV. If you don't have the package and you don't have a local team, there's at least four games that's going to be in ESPN. So there's starting at 1 o'clock, I think it's Yankees, Blue Jays. Unfortunately, it's not the Blue Jays we all hope to see. Yeah. The injures. But then I think after that, you got like Angels and someone. And then the third game is, of course, the game we were really interested in is Mets and Nationals. And the last game, I think, is um, Oakland and I forgot what the other team, the Nightcap. Can't remember what exactly, but there's four solid games on ESPN. Of course, if you, without ESPN, there's the whole slew of resting games. So exactly. So you know, very interesting. Cannot wait. You know, once I get off work tomorrow, my plan is get out of there by eleven so I can go home and <laughs> sit in front of the TV, watch some baseball, watch baseball. Yeah, the rest can't of the wait. Day. So let's get into the baseball news as we talk right going into opening day yeah well the first thing i want to talk about and is just breaking news a couple hours about a you know half hour ago is angel hernandez the uh umpire he was suing mlb because he thought he was discriminated against racially um you know you just suck bro <laughs> and that's exactly what the outcome was <laughs> they were basically saying you know your lack of performance is what's yeah. making this happen the like, way it is come on man your first game of spring training you're already mid-season form Missing balls and strikes. You're one of the main reasons why we have this robot getting tried out in minor league baseball. It's getting ridiculous. You yeah, need I mean, glasses. You need to see LASIK something because you just can't see the ball. It's not even close. Not even close. No. Wow. Well, uh, anyways, hopefully they get rid of the guy. <laughs> like, just give him less games. Don't put him in important games, especially play like World Series. Hell no. Don't put him behind a plate either. I mean, God, just, I, just, not even the wild card game because that's a, a do or die game. The other series. If you need to, spring him in there, but really, I don't let's know try where, where to put him. Maybe third base. <laughs> right. Got yeah. It. Anyways. So, of course, with opening day, you know, pretending, you know, not pretending, but um, possible free agents mm-hmm. going into next year, you hope to work out deals. Oh, yeah. A couple people, you know, you hear rumblings, hope we get done. People have set a deadline. Some people have not. And the first person I want to get into talking to is the Chicago Cubs first baseman Anthony Rizzo. Okay, you know, begin the season. He's begin the season with certainty because he's one of the many Cubs that this is it. Last year's contract, he can be a free man. Well, he told reporters on Monday that his agent he told his agent to end negotiations. <laughs> That's not good. That's never good. He clearly said that we have enough time to talk and figure it out. He said, um. I've told my agents not to talk to me about it anymore. And what the rumblings are out there, I think is pretty disrespectful. Okay. What they offered. Okay. You know, he was probably looking for about $100 million, established first baseman. You know, if you think of Cubs, you think Rizzo is one of the guys. Because especially he made the catch to end the drought to get that final out. So roughly people are thinking $100 million. Well, the Cubs' recent offer was five years, $70 million. 
and apparently that was like and it was all was front loaded you know tried to make some more money but at that point you know i guess he was over it with that offer yeah no i don't blame him you know they still got you know Baez to deal with and of course chris bryant yeah <laughs> I, I chris bryant I, I feel like is going elsewhere i think so too i don't think he likes you know what's happened out of the three i think they want Baez more yeah, well, you know, they're all good. A premier shortstop. And I agree. This is the offseason shortstop. We all look at it. Um, another guy we're going to be talking about here in a second is one. Um, you hear, um, Carlos Carrera, that's another one. And then I think even Corey Seager. You have the four of probably the top five shortstops are pending free agents this offseason. Yeah. So if you need a shortstop, this is your offseason hope that they all hit free agency. If you want to offer something, this offer. Okay. So, but I think we got to talk about it. I think we got to talk about Lindor. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I mean, I mean, I've heard a lot of different things. You know, I heard the Mets offered him ten years, three hundred twenty-five million, uh, or you know, I heard that he wants twelve years and three hundred eighty-five million. I don't know. What do you think? It's it's do or die time. We are less than twenty-four hours from opening day. Now, is his deadline like midnight? Is a deadline first pitch? Well, it's also a self-imposed deadline. Yeah. He could also say, "Nah, let me think about it a little We're, longer." Yeah, like we've uh, heard. There's been nothing. He, he just. Today. I basically think he just made this deadline because he wanted something in place. He didn't want to be negotiating this hard yeah. later on. But now that he's got something real on the table, he might take a second think about that. Um, you know, and they, they even asked uh, Pete Alonso earlier what yes. he thought about Give it. Four hundred million. Exactly. He said. Like, he, he's, Alonso said he's worth every penny. Pay him four hundred million. Like, I and I'm on the fence. I don't know. You know, I. It's the. It, what is the matter with me? The ten years, I'm perfectly fine with. The twelve year one, I'm suspect because if you look at. Pull holes in Cabrera. Those last two years of the deals, when you're looking at these guys, is thirty million dollars for the last two years, and they are putting on their numbers. Exactly. Well, at the same time, we really don't know how old Pool Holes is. True. So that there goes that too. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm okay with the twelve million, but you're going to have to have an opt out somewhere in there because you're going to want us to lock you up for twelve years and. Like you said, you don't know what you're getting at the end of that, and yeah. you're, and you're paying them thirty million dollars a year. I'm perfectly if, fine. If it's a ten year with two club options, or maybe one club and one player, okay, yeah, and something where that money's deferred more or something, those two years, because yes, okay, he's twenty seven this year, so if this all starts technically as of next year, you're talking ten years, he'll be thirty seven. Twelve years, he'll be right at thirty nine. Exactly. Now, if you include it as this year, where he gets a pay increase this year up top of his twenty, as this is one of the years, then he'll be thirty eight. I'm a little bit better if that's the scenario. No, I agree, but I, I, you know, just it just baffles me because like, if he doesn't produce in his later years, and then we're stuck with him on the books, and then our team has to suffer for five or six years because, where do we go from there? I'd probably be okay with it if we win two World Series in that time. Before then, I just want to put it in perspective. Yeah, I know. But um, th- there's a, there's a guy on the Nationals. He's been there since day one. He's only 36 years old, and he's at the end of his career. He's playing great preseason, yeah. Ryan Zimmerman. He's yes. 36 years old. I love the guy, but I'm saying to think that I'm going to be paying a guy like that, you know, $30 million a year plus for the next three or four years when he's not going to produce like he should for that kind of money, that's that's the only thing that's throwing me off. Yeah, the biggest thing is people like he technically would have the, the largest extension contract, more than what Mookie signed last year, but the thing is like, he is possibly a top 10, maybe top five player, but the thing is people think like he's not putting up the home run numbers. Right. Okay, yes, he had a down year last year, so that's kind of where I think the Mets are like 10 years is good, but he's been having a killer spring. Now, 
if he bets on himself, he doesn't sign the deal, it passes, and nothing happens, and if he has a great season, good. He can probably get that $400 million maybe in free agency, especially when teams start losing certain – like if all those short shots that we just talked about hit free agency, the bidding war is going to be insane of who's number one, number two, because clearly like this offseason, you didn't have a number one, number two guy. Right. Except for we can say catcher, you had JT and McCann, McCann signed before JT. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at like you're talking about possible four of the best shortstops hit free agency, this is gonna be an insane free agent. Now, if he has a terrible year, three hundred twenty five million dollars over ten years, you might get six years, two hundred something like that. Like you thinking you're betting on yourself to walk away from three hundred twenty five million is gonna be hard to do. I agree. Very hard. You're talking. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't thirty-two know. million dollars a season. And right. Apparently, none of it's deferred. The ten-year offer. That's what I'm saying. And, and you're and you're going to lock it up. You're going to have a, a position. You know, you're going to be for the next decade, and you know you're getting paid well for it. Well, I hope he signs it. I hope I hope we get some details soon. I hope it's either later after we finish this. Yeah. I hope. It's or maybe first while thing. we're recording this, maybe we'll get a little pop up. Who knows? Yeah, like something. I hope you know they're in D.C. They've been D.C. for a couple of days now. You know, tomorrow's opening day. They have till seven. So. Maybe something in the morning. Like maybe they're finalized right now. That's why you don't hear nothing because maybe they're working hard to the details now. Yeah. And then maybe tomorrow morning we'll get a good morning. You have a new Met for Life pretty much. But we'll we'll see with that. And then I have one more guy, which we'll talk about a little bit well, more. Um, the Washington Nationals would be smart to lock up Soto. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With a long term contract extension through whether Soto's interested in scenario means seen. Um, one of the um, owners said, we would love to lock, to lock up Juan. It's a long-term deal. But he and his agents are ready, when, have to be ready to do that, to reach out to them, see what happens. Um, so I guess they wrote out, but you know they're in no rush, I guess. And I'm wondering if it's because of collective bargaining agreement. Hmm. He wants to see how this year goes. Because, man, if he goes out and kills it this year, he can be like, look, pay me $400 million. And I would feel more comfortable paying him that money because he's only 22. Yeah. I would feel real comfortable giving him that kind of money because then at the end of it, you know, yeah. he's still near his prime. Um, He's under club control through the 2024 season. So you're talking three more seasons after this. But, you know, with Tatis doing what he did, his 14-year 340, you can look at that 14 and approach the $400 million mark. Agreed. So it's going to be something to keep eye on on that. Anyone else you kind of – Thinking it's out there? No, no. I think like, we touched base on everybody. Yeah, because like right Baez now. said he's no deadline, so he he's kind of leaving it open. For right, the and Cubs. we're still trying to figure out what they're doing with all their players anyway. So yeah, because if they start stinking, which exactly, you know, Bryant's gone, Rizzo could be gone too. Baez probably kept, or hell, they might try to you know flip him for prospects and then re-sign him. <laughs> they could do that option. Okay, because um, like uh. Who am I thinking? Uh, Yankees, because they traded um, Chapman to the Cubs. Cubs won the World Series that year, and the Chapman re-signed with the Yankees right after yeah, that. Yeah. And they got Glaber Torres out of the deal. I know, that's crazy. So they could try to do something like that. So we'll keep an eye on that. Next, MLB finally relax a little COVID restrictions. But you got to be vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get back to normal, um, which is great because – their uh, their new relaxation is going to allow for them to bring their families on the road, um, as well as uh, eat at restaurants. You know, simple yeah. simple stuff that people want to do. Yeah, um, somebody who are vaccinated part of the team that has eighty five percent of the individuals in tier one vaccinated. So if eighty five percent of the team is vaccinated, 
you get to have a little bit of life. That's great. Like, for example, I was hoping, like, we could talk about tonight where, like, let's hope for no outbreaks, no issues. And by damn, Nationals got a COVID and possibly five close contact. <sighs> so they might be making some moves tonight, trying to have to call someone from the bubble. As long, if, as, they're not, as, long as they're not trying to cancel this game. Well, so far, it's not Max Scherzer. So, so far, he's still good to go to starters. So it's not a pitching, I'm assuming. So I'm wondering what position player, or maybe it's bullpen. Okay. That, you know, the president and GM didn't really say anything. He just said, there's someone who tested positive, and we have, we're now, you know, close contacting five. But, you know, if you do be vaccinated, if you're a close contact person from a person who is COVID, you don't have to quarantine. You can still play because you're vaccinated. Um, You know, the gathering hotel rooms and stuff, you know, maskless um are allowed to go masses in the dugouts and bullpens and stuff so it's a little more relaxing so and this is why they you know we talked about it where they postponed the minor league season to try to get all them vaccinated in time because they're going to the bubble so yeah they still haven't released any names yet so we don't know who it is yeah um on last friday mlb announced two players and two staff members tested positive for the virus among the thirteen thousand minutes so the positive rate so far in spring has been 0.03 Okay. 17 tests have come back positive on 11 teams so far in spring. A lot better. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you know, this happens. And then it's funny thing, because remember, this happened to the Nationals last year, opening day against the Yankees. <laughs> I know. So- Soto oh, yeah, got yeah, tested yeah. positive. Yeah. It's like, God, I was like, I, I said, dude, if it's him again. That- <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, God. But-, but when he came back, he came back hot. Hot. Yeah, he did. It just so happened to be against us. It's not good. Yeah. But yeah. All right. So let's hope for the best. Have a good season. So I think it is time. All right. To so start time for our predictions, then, huh? This All is, right. Yep. The prediction show. Um, let's see. You know, last year I got it correct. The World Series. Yeah. Only thing I missed by I said games through game seven and went six. <laughs> Pretty darn close. So I'm gonna try to make it two and two this year. So we're gonna start with the AL East. All right. I think we probably both got the fifth place team correct. Oh yeah, Orioles for sure. That's that's the team in fifth. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I got them probably going like seventy and ninety two. Is what I'm thinking. Um, follow behind them. I I have the Red Sox. Yeah, same here. Um, you know, you know, getting Chris Sale back. We don't know exactly when and how good he's going to be. It's just um, a tough division in general. Though, the so. other pitching, your question marks. Right. You know, you know they got Cora back, so they got a bunch of young guys. So they can try to figure out in the infield, but the pitching is still like the biggest question mark. I feel like with them. It's either they're good or they're terrible, and they could be possibly finished fifth because they're first or they're last, I feel like, most years. <laughs> All right. Third um, place. Third place. Third place team I have is the Tampa Bay Rays. I have the same. Okay. I feel like when you lose two of your top three rotation guys, it's hard to replace. Yes, you got Alex Wood and a couple of other guys you're hoping for, and you have prospects. You have a great farm system, but I don't think it's enough and unproven. Yes, Glasnow could be Cy Young because – He's now the ace. He's been working yeah. on stuff. He got the new pitch. So I can hope for the best, you know, but I'm thinking about 80, 85 wins is what I got him down for. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, with that said, who is the number two? I got or the, should we say who is the number one? I'll go with number two. Okay. I th- it, it, Blue Jays are my number two. Okay. And we're going to have the same outcome then. Yeah, I, got, I got Blue Jays number two, and then Yankees, I got them winning the division. Yeah. Blue Jays, I've got about 88 wins. Um, Unfortunately, you know, the st- – Losing your your closer and losing your brand new center fielder for a couple maybe a week or two to start the season's not good. Yeah, Yankees. The biggest question mark for them is the starting rotation. 
and then they got to stay healthy. That too. I mean, that's it. I feel like if they're a healthy team, they are really, really tough to beat. Yes, you know, on paper, anyways. On paper, the it's biggest, a great team. The biggest thing is Judge. Yeah, well, Judge and, and Stanton. Stanton. Yeah, yeah. Carlo, John Carlos Stanton. Stanton be there. is more your DH guy now. So you're thinking Judge is your um, outfielder, but yes, they have. That's why they brought Brett Garner back. They have a little bit, you know, I guess reserves, but. Those two guys need to go off, and then you have <laughs> DJ LeMahieu. But losing Luke Bolt for their hoping May, I don't think they should say anything since you know you bust your <laughs> yeah, knee. Yeah, I know. You better you better say we hope to sometime he don't miss too much time to say that because May is a is a time people are going to actually, especially in New York, mm-hmm. they're going to like what's going on, with Luke. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. right when that May first hit, like how's Luke doing? Like how's that knee? Like is he, he's doing feeling better? So, but I still think in the, in eventually that lineup and maybe the pitching will figure itself out a lot of good pitching is just what can they be total and okay did you see the uh was it um garcia the pitcher for the yankees he came up he was the short guy last year okay young rookie well they sent him down he's gonna start triple a or okay. the bubble whatever right practice squad or couple, whatever they call it a couple days later he won the rookie of spring training for ah. the yankees and they gave him a watch and took a picture that picture, he looked so pissed and unamused. <laughs> oh, you couldn't do this before you sent this man down. I agree. That's not good at all. I'm like, come on, Yankees. First of all, yeah. First of all, he's got. How do you expect him to feel? Like if he crushed spring training and he's still getting sent down, um, and like he's going to. Like he had really good outings um, last year. And, and if he's hot, keep him up there because <laughs> now he's not even getting a chance to compete for the first month if he's sticking down there. You yeah, know? like simulate games. I don't know what the bubble like. I really want to talk to. A player who was in the bubble last year and who's probably going into the bubble, like, what is it like? There's like scrimmage games every day, like yeah, workouts. Like, what is it in the bubble? It's like it got to be extended spring training. I, I'm assuming. All right. And then, unfortunately, I think for Blue Jays, why I think they're it's weird for them being in second place is they don't have a home. I know. So the first three home out- outings is going to be in the spring training. Then now they're trying to figure out if they're going to go back to Buffalo because <laughs> they're hoping by All Star break to go back. To Toronto, it's like that is like the only scenario I feel like it's gonna be so much distracting and where there's no like okay we're living in New York we're gonna live in Florida for a couple weeks then we might be going back to Buffalo for a couple months and yeah. then we're going finally to Toronto yeah that I know situation the, the good, good the good news is that they've had to deal with this last season as well um, but you're right there's no real home field feel going on like it's it's gonna be At least weird you knew when Buffalo you got your apartment and done this is like okay we're gonna be in New York. They want to go to Buffalo. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Uh, right. Exactly. If they had a place to relax and call home, I, they might perform a little better. But um, I still think they're a good squad. So they do. I, I, like them, I like them to even maybe pick up a wild card this year. So we'll the see. The question, if they're in it still, is who they can trade for to do that rotation. <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what's like, you know, when they start playing, see what they need exactly. Yeah. They might not need anything. You might, never know. You might not. So next, we got to go to the, is the AL Central, the – Closest division last year when it came down to the final weekend of the season. Oh, yeah. Who's going to win? Yeah. In fifth place, I'm pretty sure we both got it, the rebuilding of the Tigers. But AJ's first year as the manager of the Tigers. Yeah. I, I, I get to about 69 wins. You know, the biggest thing is going to be watching those pitching prospects. Right. Exactly. This is the year to figure things out, see what you need to tweak, see who's going to fit where, because um, you're not going to compete for a title for yeah. sure, not not for a wild card spot or anything like that. So this is a good time to see where your organization yeah. needs needs to go. First year manager, you're going to see what you got, mm-hmm. who you can build. So you got you saw these guys in spring. Let's see what they can do. You got Casey Mize probably for the, the whole year since you yep. brought him up last Absolutely. year. So it's like it's time to evaluate this team. Next is another team that's rebuilding. 
Kansas City Royals. I have the Indians at Wow, four. you got them all <laughs> that way that much down? Yeah, man. I, I like I, – I don't know, man. I like Wow. The, I think Royals maybe next year, but you take a step this year. Okay. <laughs> I had Royals win only 72 games this year. Okay. Well, I mean, I, f- I feel like both these teams are really close. Yeah. So it could go either way. I wouldn't be surprised if one of these two teams switch, but, you know, it's close. I, you know, I, I just – I feel like it's really close. All right. So you have Royals at third place, and I have Indians at third place. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So, yeah, I had Indians at 84 games in third place. I feel like they're going to step back with losing Lindor and then Cookie – but I think they still, of course, they have Bieber. Exactly. They have Zach. And they got, it's like they, they have some, those young guys. So can they put it together and figure it out? And then, you know, is Jimenez that much um, worse of a player than Lindor? We don't know yet. It's going to be his first true full season. Yes, he was up for pretty much the whole season last year. But, you know, 60 games is not much. But we'll see what he does. So who's your second place team? Oh, second place. My second place team I think we got the same. I hope. Uh, Let's see. Hold on. Okay. My second place team is the Twins. Yes. I think their reign of the winning this division it will be over this year. Not by much. I feel like it could come down to the same week, weekend possibly, between these two teams at top, between White Sox and Twins. Twins, I got about 87 wins. White Sox, I have the win the division at 90 wins. But like you said, exactly, it's really tight. So it, it could flip-flop either way. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a couple games yeah, here. If, remember, White Sox was leading the division going into that final week, and then they lost it. Right. Well, I think this this year the White Sox got everything clicking. They know what they're doing. They're going to go out there and just well, continue to do what they did last year. When you add better. the innings eater of Lance Lynn, uh-huh. it's like now you have a three-headed monster on top of your rotation. Then you have a bunch of young guys. And then you have Kobeck, which technically could still win rookie of the year. You know, that flamethrower, but he's come out the bullpen at first. Yeah. And he's been looking great. My you have only, so many options, but you know you lost your center fielder. Or not your center fielder, but um, um Eloy for Jimenez. Yeah. My only issue with this is that they're their coach. They lost a coach that I thought was great. Um, yeah, they got Rusa they, they, is Yeah, they they replaced him with an old old school manager, which is fine, but it's kinda weird right now. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Very much so. It's it just it just threw me off. It's like what kind of guy's gonna be? Like we don't know. Like exactly. Like he's gonna put up shit or he's gonna go with the analytics. Or does he need a walker up there? Does he need someone else to coach while he just so, sits there and I makes the moves? What I was what? listening to or watching, someone <laughs> j- made a uh, joke. It was like he's gonna call out someone's name and people are gonna look at him weird because he's calling out an old reliever when he meant this reliever. I'm like, oh god. Exactly. <laughs> he's gonna be out there like pools. <laughs> like yo, hold on, what you talking about? Uh, all right, well, let's go on. Let's move Man, on to the. I, it's 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 gonna be an interesting year. I hope the best for the White Sox. I yeah, look, I think the White Sox got a really good shot this year. I really um, do too to compete. I mean, I don't know how far they can go, but I'm I'm willing to see it. Um, so let's go to the West, uh, AL West. All Who right. do you have in last? Uh, come on, Rangers. I feel like they're competing for one of the worst teams in baseball. I agree. At this point, I agree. Yeah, Rangers should be a lock up there. Um, there's not much to say about them. They gotta, they gotta. I don't know what they gotta do, but they. I'm just, I just feel bad because they missed their opportunity a couple years back when they went. Didn't they go back to back years? Yes. And then they just took L's and they should have won. That was they should have the won in thing. 2011. Right? They were there. They were like in the W, like yes. oh, an out or two, an out away. It, it was like a strikeout, a strike away from winning the World Series, 
and I think it's when Paul Holtz extended it, and then David Freeze at the yeah. history. We'll see you tomorrow night. Yeah, they had their and shot, and the next night they did. He did the same thing. The crazy it. thing is, I know they were celebrating like we won, and they didn't. This I, is I was happy for him. Like I'm like, yeah, because this, this is good. Who was that? Nolan Ryan or somebody was there? Or Nolan Ryan was the the president. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Ron Washington was the manager. See how long ago that was? God. Now you guys aren't even close. It's not even. It's not even it's a full reboot. It's, yeah, yeah, a brand it's, new stadium. It's terrible. Well, you're gonna have that. you're gonna have a hundred percent stadium opening when you do opening day next week. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, Texas, but, like we're open. I know. I was wondering because I was talking to a guy at work today. He was like, you know, you saw NFL is gonna do hundred percent next year. I was like, I doubt that, but we'll see. I was like, I kind of want to see what Rangers do. I said, oh wait, do they open the, tomorrow? And I looked up. No, they're on the road first, so they'll do it next week. But I really want to see what the stadium looks like if hundred percent packs into that thing. Oh yeah, that'd be sweet. All so, right. So next fourth place, I have the Seattle Mariners. Uh, me too. I mean, I feel like they will take strides. They'll call up uh, Jared Kelnick um, once he gets healthy and has a at least a month, I think, in, in AAA since he has not been there yet. But yeah. if he puts together a solid month, they'll have to call him up. Um, pitching is a bunch of question marks. Um, so I hope for the best. I feel like we're going to talk about this team in a few years. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then also reigning um, Rookie of the Year for the AL is going to be missing a little bit of time. Not much. They're not really too serious about it, but he's probably going to miss like a week or two. So he, But still, Mariners, you're in the right direction. You're not like the Rangers where you're starting to rebuild now. You've been rebuilding, so the light is there. <laughs> Don't know how long it's going to take, but it's coming. Third place, man. Who do you have? Because these top three I was confused on for a little bit. Well, yeah, my third place team is the – the first team in the MLB to sell tickets for Bitcoin, and they're going to use this Bitcoin to buy free agents. <laughs> the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I have Athletics too at third place. I feel like the pitching is too much question marks for me. And, you know, Simeon, you know, it's like, yes, you know, you got Matt Olson and them, but, you know, will your young pitching step up this year? Is a question mark, and they could. I mean, they could be a good they team. Could. This division's weird in general. Yeah. Um, you know, any any of the top three could compete, but it's like we're wishful thinking with all of them. Almost, it's like I, I think they could be great, but you never know. Or I don't think they're going to be that good, and they could show up like the A's, like you said. I think they're a third place team right now, but I would not be surprised if they competed because yeah. they could be that good. Yeah, they could have a guy easily step up. This is what they do. They lose players, they replace them. Moneyball. It's like <laughs> exactly. All right, well, I guess the big question is, I'm sure we have the same one here, but who do you have at number two? Number two, I think Angels solidly can maybe put together this year, year two under um, Joe, but I feel like, you know, about 87, 88 wins. Which would be amazing. Amazing, and I think the biggest thing is Otani. That's that's the only, and that's the reason I got them at number two. Because and then if, if they have solid and then they can get another pitching because – um, Dylan Bundy had a great year last year. Can yeah. he put it together again this year? Right, because it's not like him to keep Otani, doing great years. Can he stay healthy? If Showtime stays healthy and he's doing what he can do with the bat, it's a it's a wrap. They're def- I mean, they're, look, I would get excited if he's healthy and he's doing what he's supposed yeah. to because I know Rendon and Trout are going to do that, and Pujols is going to get a little bit of time too. The, the team could pull together. I mean, you got to remember they still have what Justin Upton on the team. Yep. They still got good guys. They got guys that could that were great at one time. They just need to pull together somehow. I don't know what they need to do, um, but I think this could be a good year for them. Yeah, I do too. Um, Devin compete because I have them and the Astros only like two games apart. Okay. Astros is if their young guys can continue what they did the end of the season into the playoffs, 
through a whole season. Of course, Granky's your ace, but after that, you had a couple young guys, but then you lost a couple guys. You signed Ozerini, but I don't even think if he got a start in before spring training ended. So then, so then I think we're both on the same kind of page here. Is that if the Astros and the Angels do put something close together, they're going to be buyers. They're both going to try yeah. to make their team to a playoff push if it gets to that point. Yeah, and you got to think about it. Like, is and this could be the beginning of the end of the Astros as well because you know Carlos Carrera is a free agent. Could he walk? Because we know we saw Springer walk last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. So it's like, do, do they try? To... I guess it depends on what's going to happen this season. Yeah. Right. Do Do they have injuries and pile up and they start sucking? Do they ship Carlos out for prospects? Yeah. For a rental. It's gonna be interesting. It's this division is, I would say, the most open to the top three who can win the division. Okay, I I can agree with that. Central, you can kind of say, but I think it's, it's more of a two-man race in the Central. I think West, you can see the top three could be easily, either one of them could probably win that division. Right, and then the East is definitely just a two-parter. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I can't. I guess I can't count out Tampa Bay either. I can't, but I, they're pitching after, after um, God, why am I drawing a blank now? After the one, because, you know, um, you lost Morton, you lost um, Snell. Mm-hmm. It's like, who's coming in? Because you took, like, Alex Wood. Is that really your number two? <laughs> uh, well, you, you, I don't know. I'm not going to count them out yet. I'm not either. Um, but I, I still think it's a two-team pers- two race, and I think it's the Blue Jays and the Yankees on that one. Yep. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to start with the National League next. All right. Welcome back. Now... The National League. All right. So, start off first with the toughest division in baseball. That's right. The National League East and fifth place, I have the Miami Marlins. Very nice. I do not. Oh, wow. I have the Nationals. Wow. (laughs) You think they're going to shit the bed and finish fifth place? Not necessarily that. I think that Miami showed last year how good of a team they really are. And I believe the Phillies are better than what I've seen recently. And it's just, you know, I'm just saying there's, there's other teams. I just feel like this is a tough division. That's it all there is to it. It is tough. I, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if the Marlins are down there. But I feel like they're going to finish above the Nationals. Okay. <laughs> all right. So who's your fourth place team? Oh, obviously the Nationals. Oh, I don't know. Who's your fourth place team? Well, you said Nationals were your fifth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fifth and then Marlins are fourth. My fourth, bad. Okay. Sorry. So fourth place team for me is the Phillies. Oh, okay. Wow. So we are off on this one. I fin- I have them finishing five hundred and eighty one wins. Okay. Um the bullpen is still the biggest question mark for them. I agree. Um yes, they got JT and DD back. Can they run it back? Possibly after, you know, and it's still the question mark is who's pitching for them besides, you know, Wheeler and um Aaron Arenola. <laughs> so who could be the guy that, you know, could step up for him? Okay. It's a question mark. So in third place, I have the Nationals. And I have the Phillies. So Nationals, I feel like, you know, Soto will break out. Um, Max, not will be Max of the past, will be decent enough. The one that is, is questioning for the Nationals is uh, Strasburg. Well, Strasburg has to be the beast. Yeah. He's going to have to be the backbone. I don't know if Scherzer's going to be the same guy. No. He, he might pitch well, but I feel like... I feel like Soto's their their shining star right now. And, oh, definitely. And and shirt and um not Scherzer, but Strasburg, he's got to be the man. He uh, does. That's all there has I, to be. Like you know, he did leave his last out. I don't know if he got another one in before the end of spring. 
it's like, you know, he didn't really play last year after coming off of the MVP yeah. World Series. It's like you're not looking at any sign of that big deal. <sighs> it's like, man, did you did you peak? Is all downhill from here? Well, that's why I have the Nationals lower on my list. I, I, I just don't give them that much. I feel like last year was a down <laughs> year. They're going to be in it, especially Look, with Soto. I'm just saying, I don't know what Derek Jeter's doing down there in Florida, but I feel like he's got the, the sauce. He's got the recipe. He knows what he's doing. I don't know. I, I just don't agree on the new stadium name, Lone, <laughs> Lone Depot Stadium. <laughs> Lone Depot. I, I, uh, that's the one thing. I'm like, certain stuff that like, I, I don't know what he's doing. But I got you. I got you. All right. Uh, okay. So then. <laughs> you don't even got to ask these last two. Yeah. Um. Number two, I got our Mets. Oh, well, I guess you do then. I got the Braves. I, I, I think Braves are still t- a tough Look, team. I, it's I really agree. I got Mets 90 and Braves 91. That's why I feel like this is going to become that close. So so we're really close. I mean, yeah. I, I like I said, I agree both these teams are going to win in the 90s. Um, the Braves are a super solid team. I'm not taking nothing away from them. It's just that you got to believe. I, I believe <laughs> it's just – Look, man, what, what they were last year, you know, pushing the Dodgers, which they probably could have beat the Dodgers. They're adding Charlie Morton to that I lineup, got you. and they're getting Soroka back. Yeah, I just feel like that pitching different is, team. is different. And I agree, but also at the same time, the Mets have made real moves this year, yes. and they are a completely different team too. They got rid of the weight they don't need, as in Cespedes. They've added Lindor. They've added some great players. Yeah, if they click, oh, it I, could that's be I something special. Be something real special. Plus, um. Biggest question mark, I think, for our Mets is Cookie. How much time is he going to miss? What he's like when he come back? But I think Stroman looked great. You know, he said he's hanging out with DeGrom, learning. You know, Peterson oh, yeah. is ready for a full season. Um, Noah's throwing 97, getting ready for the season. I'm like, um, you'll we'll see you in May, June, because I doubt – I'm. I, we'll see him way before All-Star break, I feel like, the way he's – progressing long as you don't have to set back no will be up soon then it's like we have a bunch of options like the dodgers do when it came to the playoffs like who's gonna be our starter who's gonna be our reliever and then we have closers because then we added bullpen pieces too I, I that's why i give the braves a slight edge right now well look when i look at the braves yes they got they got um <laughs> They got Freddie Freeman. He's he's great, but we got guys that are comparable to him. Like if Pete Alonso gets hot, get out, get away from that sophomore slump. That could be a comparable to Freddie Freeman. Yes. Um, and then you got Acuna, which is great. But we got like four outfielders out there that are really solid. If you really break it down, I'm just I'm just saying, is it? It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be very tight, and I cannot wait for these <laughs> games when they face each other because they're gonna be mean it. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, Braves took them pretty much majority of the time last year. We gotta change that if we're gonna have any indications of trying to break that this year. So it's going to be a definitely keep an eye on. So then the NL Central, we can probably say it's one of the weakest divisions in baseball. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely one of the weakest divisions in baseball, which is crazy. Um, which, and of course, started out with one of the weakest teams. The weakest team. I'm about <laughs> a weak team. The weakest team. The team that's not worth even watching. Even if you live in Pittsburgh, the I'm only sorry. Thing, you know, you have that, um, what's his name, the rookie, you know, I forgot they're gonna have a bunch of rookies up this year, and you know they traded away all their pitching pretty much this season, which I think they need to do get prospects. They're reloading. Um, I think it was year two of the GM and manager and everything, so this is their rebuild. Yeah. Are they gonna be able to see the rebuild through? Is the question mark? Does well, the owner believe in them to let them do the fully rebuild? I don't know. Um, but obviously the Pirates are the fifth place team yeah. in this division. Um, there's nothing else to say about it. They're in a funk. They're in a rebuild, whatever you want to call it. 
they're not going to compete. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So, fourth place. <laughs> I got the Reds. Okay. I do not. Okay. I have the Cubs. Oh, okay. No, and I can I can absolutely understand that. Because, um, like you said, the Cubs are in a weird situation right now. Yeah. And they're not on the up uptake. Yeah. You know, Jake Arrieta would have been a great signing again if this was a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, agreed. You know, you got, you got, um, yeah, what's, um, wow. You got a pitcher, uh, was it Hendricks? Not Hendricks. Um, Kyle <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's your guy. But after that, that's like, who's, you, you trade away Darvis. And then now you lost John Lesnar, let him walk, but then you resign, you know, it's, but then, are you be so terrible where you start trading your pieces away? Uh, probably. You know. No, and I and I'm I'm with it. I, I feel like there's a couple teams that are like that, and the Cubs are probably one of those teams that are going to be trading away the good team. It's the like, good players. is this a sign that that's why Theo left? <laughs> like, yeah, I see this coming. I'm out. I got you on your championship. I'm good. Notch it out. Another curse broken. I'm out. Okay. All right. So if I have Cubs in fourth, you have Reds. So who do you have third? Uh, in third place, uh, let's see, I have the Cubs. So we flip-flopped. Yeah. Because I have Reds in third place. Okay. okay. I feel like they're, yes, they lost Bauer, but I hope that off that offense finally puts it together, don't get cold. They put it together, and then the young guys in the pitching rotation, they got step up enough where they could compete. Um, and like you said, this is one of those divisions that's weird anyway, so a lot of teams could be fighting for different spots within the division. Yeah. Um, all right, well, then who do you got at number two? Number two, um, these two was really hard. This is, I think, my most thought I was thinking when I was writing my notes and stuff was, who do I think is going to put it together? And I had the Cardinals at number two. Wow, okay. I, even though they add um, Nolan Arenado, I feel like the rest of the team is either young, unproven, or you got the guys who are too old that try to make one last push couldn't they put it together? Yes, they could. Okay. But I don't know if if it could be complete. And then I really only have them separated by three games. Okay. Well, I got the Brew Crew at number two. Okay. And I yeah. got the Cardinals number one. Yeah. Like I said, this division, it's all over the place. I wouldn't be surprised if the Brewers could take number yeah. one spot, like you're saying. Um, but I just, for some reason, I, I got the Cardinals as a better team in my in my opinion right now. I think they figure out, of course, you know, they got the Rookie of the Year, the bullpen, bullpen, which with him and the other guys, you don't need – I started to go past six innings Yeah, with Devin and them stuff. So if they figure it out, they got the, get the rotation together. You know, um, Yelich has the MVP year that he should, that he had two years ago. Yeah. You know, he had a slump last year. If they put it all together, this can be a very good team for the Brewers. Cardinal is just so young. You know, they let Colton Wan walk. Yes, they brought back, you know, Yachty and Wainwright back, but – those are not guys that, if you remember, still Yachty's a solid catcher, another year or two. So, Cardinals, this could be the last run of some of these older guys before well, you go fully young. Yeah, I mean, I agree, because like you said, they got Paul Goldschmidt, you know, yeah. uh, Nolan Arenado, they got him, Matt Carpenter, but Matt Carpenter and Goldschmidt, and, uh, you know, they're like older players, like you said. And Yachty, he's old too. So, so yeah, you got the guys that you knew, you know, five six seven eight years ago like yeah these guys are solid but now they're still names but they're just 
on the downward trend. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like they get this. I don't know. I like their team this year. I like, I like Flat, Jack I like, Blair. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I that, really like him. I really do. And then that's Wayne Wright. Wayne Wright could put together, if he puts up a solid year, can get a little Cy Young votes in, in the year, then yeah, Cardinals could be in the, the race for the division. Either way, if they even regardless of that, I still don't think none of these teams in this division are going to compete in the World Series. No, I think I have them all losing in the DS. That's what I'm saying. It, it, this division is okay, but it's not strong enough to really make no, the, any not, noise. No, not, not definitely right like we just talked about the NL East and then what we're about to talk about the NL West. It's Those guys are above and beyond are different. Yeah, well, let's get into the West. Um, probably the worst team in baseball I'm calling besides the uh, Pirates is going to be the Rockies. I agree. The Rockies are trash. I feel like is this a time where you go and suck it up? I guess you want to keep – Trevor Story, trade him now so you get more and better prospects. I would. Because I think, what has he got, a year or two left? I think he's not in this class of shortstops. I think he's the year, the next year, I believe, or the year after. Yes, they want to keep him around, but does he want to stay around? After he see what Nola happens, I'm pretty sure he's like, I'm going to test free agency, see what I can get. I love it here, but I want to see what's out there. Right, and like you said, I mean, last year it wasn't a great year for him. Uh, Trevor Story, his war was like a 2.6, uh, but he did bat 289 with 11 home runs. Um, but like I said, I think you do get rid of him because, like I said, he's not going to make – he's not like he's, – he's a great player, but he's not like a Bryce Harper or no. something like that or Juan Soto or something. He, he's great, he's, but he's going to be good for you to get a build, somebody to rebuild your team yeah, with. Yeah, he's arguably a top five shortstop. Possibly, you say top three. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's good, so you can get something in return. Yeah, because your team is not going to need. You're not going to build around this guy right now. You're just wasting his time and your time. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I hope for his sake he goes somewhere else and get some money. And I and I hope and the Rockies are smart enough to let him go somewhere else and get some for him. Yeah. All right. Well, then who do you got at number four? Number four, I got the D backs. Me too. I, I like. I got the D backs there. Like you know, they have Mad Bum, but you know the other guys. You got question marks. Yeah, um, Mad Bum on the down. Your future ace, you know, got hurt swinging the bat. You know, is gonna miss maybe a month with that with a stress fracture in his forearm. You know, it's not looking good. Yes, there's a couple great players in the organization. My favorite player in the organization is Christian <laughs> Walker. <laughs> so there's there's definitely potential, but. Not we a, thought they're on the way up. I think what is it? Two years ago, when they're competing for the wild card spot. As far as I'm concerned, if your team isn't ready to compete with the Dodgers right now, you got to do something else completely. Like you got to rebuild. You got to take this L because you you got yeah. a long way to go. There's two teams in this division, in my opinion, that are super solid. Yes. Um. All right. So I feel like we both have the same third place. We have team to. I mean, is the, the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. The Giants are great. I um, feel like they're going to be a 500 team. 81 is what I got the wins at total. Um, they're going to hold their own. They're going to be respectful, but they're really not going to. I don't know. They're not going to. I gonna, think they're going to be some sellers because you're yeah. gonna, certain people, you know, um, like Cueto will be a great um, trade deadline piece, you know, a solid arm that could help someone else and they can get a B level prospect to hopefully turn something good for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, it's they, time for Posey to give up behind the plate. Absolutely. Play first time base, for, maybe. Uh, Bart to, to get the full time gig, hopefully, so eventually sometime this year. 
I mean, if they're sellers, they might even be able to trade Mike Yaz to a team that is in need in the playoffs. That is the biggest question mark of what they do with Yaz because he's, he's an older a player. Weird situation with him. Technically, going to have control over him for the rest of his career almost because he came up so late, late in the system. I know, and it's which I think hopefully something that that needs to change. Right, because like I said, the CBA. last two guys we just talked about, Christian Walker and Mike Yaz, they both played in AAA here in Norfolk. Uh, we got to see them; they were great players. I think Christian Walker even had like 50 home runs in the minors a couple years back or something like that. He he's it's yeah crazy. after he left the organization. He end up with Diamondbacks. Yeah, that's but what, what I'm saying is like numbers. these guys are solid. They could start anywhere, but due to all this stuff the going on, and stuff exactly, it's it's nuts. So so that's how you get in a situation where you have control over somebody's whole career, like Mike Yaz, where he he could arguably, you know, like I said last year, he had a great year. He could he could potentially bet on himself, but not not the way it's set up right now. Yeah. So then number two. <laughs> I got Slam Diego. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, it's hard for me not to pick the Dodgers number one here. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how you pick the Do- the Dodgers any uh, the, any other spot than number no. one right here. Yeah, no. Um, San Diego Padres. Yes, they're solid. They're great. They're so going to make a wild card. Options. Yeah, they're definitely going to make a wild card, but they're not going to they're not going to get past the Dodgers in this division. I, I don't feel think. like they'll host a wild card unless something happens. I, I, a team and those two pitchings they added, I think, makes this one but of the beast. What they do got going for them is. They could compete in a series if that if, you know what I'm saying when it gets to a playoffs if they got to win the series that it, I yeah. would not I would not the be worst thing shocked for, if they is did you go to the Walker game and you got to face a one game playoff yes that's the only worst about like Padres Braves Mets like you have to play one game and, hope and put it all together in so one tough. game and hope and that and we saw what happened with the Nationals yeah they look they're about to lose and. A hit later, and you're in the playoffs. I was already celebrating run. their loss. I was like, they lost. They're losers. They suck. Yeah, Get them out of Scherzer here. got lit up. <laughs> yes, it was shocking. And the next thing I know, what's going on here? Some rumblings and then uh, a terrible error. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyways. So Dodgers are Dodgers. You know, number one. <laughs> number one of the Dodgers. Defending World, World Series champions. You one, add Trevor Bauer. One of the most solid teams This is you could think of. You, did you see your boy made the fifth starter? Who? May. Oh, he did. So, you know, the $30 million player, as in David Price, is coming out of the bullpen. Wow. Even though technically you know, Red Sox paying a good chunk of that salary, but he's coming out of the bullpen. Good. May won the fifth starter good. spot. I like that kid, man. I, I was really like, good do. for him. I really like him. I know some of his nerves or something got the best of him in the playoffs last year, but he is solid. He man. earned the fifth spot and got it. So it's Great. Been very interesting. And this is and this is why the Dodgers are so tough, because these guys would be starters yeah. so anywhere you got, else. Um, you got Kershaw one, I think uh, Bauer two, Bueller three. I think Urias is, is four, and then May is going to be fifth. And then you got Price in the pen. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody gets hurt, you got Price as well in the fifth. Yeah. I don't know what to say, man. This is going to be a tough team. Very tough team. This, this is the West. This is like the National League Yankees right here. I mean, so, yeah. All, all right. right. So the AL playoffs. So the wild card game, I had it, is going to be Blue Jays and Angels, is how I had it. Okay. Um, I had the Blue Jays winning in the do or die game because I don't think Angels have that ace yet that can get them through a do or die game. So you got the Blue Jays and the Angels. Yes. Okay. I was thinking like um, White Sox for some reason. I thought you had White Sox win the division. Oh, I do. You're right. Okay. So it'd be like the Twins if they had been that division. Yes, the Twins. Yep, it'd be the Twins then. Okay. Um. So then, who do you have coming out of that? I have Blue Jays. Blue Jays, yeah. I would I would obviously have the Blue Jays coming out of that scenario too. Yeah. So let's go ahead and mark it down. Blue Jays coming out of that wild card. Yep. So then so they the would next... end up they end up facing the Yankees since the Yankees would probably have the number one seed out the AL. Is how I have it. Yeah, well, yeah. So they would face the wild card winner, which would be the Blue Jays. Okay. In that series, I have the Yankees probably taking it at four. 
I would have the Yankees Unless there. Unless Blue Jays can get another pitcher during the trade deadline. No, I, I, I'm with I you there. I can see him going five, but I at least get Blue Jays one. <laughs> Since they're in the same division and they play each other quite a bit, I'd give them two games at least. I, possibly, yeah. Okay. So the next series I would have would be White Sox versus Astros. Okay. And that one, I have the White Sox taking it in five. I would take the White Sox there as well, but I think it would go the, the, go the distance. That's why I said five. Yeah. I figured because, you know, with Lance Lynn now, yeah. um, Dallas Keuchel, and then, of course, Lucas Giolito, I feel like a three-headed uh, monster yes. in a five-game series. Especially the way that the Astros are playing these days. Um, I don't know how solid they will be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I like the White Sox in this, this, this scenario. So then the ALCS is White Sox versus Yankees. White Sox and Yankees, okay. I think this, uh, in my opinion, I got White Sox-Yankees. I got the Yankees in six. I have White Sox in six. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah, you're really I have get... I have White Sox winning the AL this year. Yeah, if, if the AL, or if the Yankees are as healthy as they can be, I think they're going to take it this year. I think but, too, but I think the too much question marks is the starting rotation. I got you. Especially for a long season, your older guys, your question marks to the injuries and stuff for the rotation. But I would be super happy if the White Sox took it because I like that team. Yes. That team is great. Okay. So then we're going to go to the National League playoffs. The wildcard game is, for me, because how I had it, with it's going to be Mets at Padres. Mets at Padres. Remember, I had the Mets getting second and then Braves winning the division. Right, and I got the Mets winning the yeah. division. So you probably have Braves at Padres. And in that situation, I that's tough, man. Right? I was looking at this, I'm like, oh. And a one-game playoff for me for Mets and Padres, I take Mets because of DeGrom. Okay. I'm taking Slam Diego against the Braves just because yeah, I, 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 I don't know, man. It's just it, both. That, that is a t- that's a tough spot right I there. would probably still go Braves. Yeah, I hear you. Because if you think about it, you have Soroka, which could be the guy. You have Morton that has came out the bullpen when a do-or-die game has shut down. Yeah. You could easily have something like that rotate, and then Padres, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna rely on Padres just going ham on so, the offense. So the winner of that course would face the number one team, which would have Dodgers. So Mets would be at Dodgers for in my playoff bracket. Okay. I have Mets going five. Okay. I have believe that they can put together, you know, get to that, you know, you know, to the starters a little bit a little early, hopefully put it together. I think that series would go five. Okay. In your scenario, you would have Padres and Dodgers in and five five games. Who's the winner? I got I got I would have Dodgers and five. I'd probably have Dodgers in five. Probably two. I think the one with the Padres, I feel like they're gonna make strides this year. Next year, when they get Clevenger back, is going to be the big year where they can try to go all in for it. Right. But I would not be surprised if the Padres could beat the Dodgers yes. in five. But I'm, I'm just saying it's strictly so hard for— hard to repeat. It is. But when you make your team that's already awesome even better, it's hard to bet against them. Yes. Um, but, yes, I'm taking the Dodgers in this scenario, even though I wouldn't be surprised at all if Padres won. So the next series for me, it's Brewers and Braves. Okay. Brewers would be Mets— and Cardinals. Yeah. Well, in that series, I have Braves in my bracket. Okay. And I would take the Mets in mine. Okay. So then my NLCS, I have Braves versus Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously you said you would take the Braves in this scenario. I took the Braves in seven. Okay. Just, okay. That's all I think. It's just they'll somehow like uh, it hurt me doing this, mm-hmm. but I feel like our bullpen, the question marks are there. They have so much pitching depth where their bullpen is better. Yes. They were pretty much in the ALC last so it should have won. I think that will teach them something. They'll put it together this year. 
I have to win the National League this year. Okay. But but if the Mets are doing so, this well and we understand and we see that yeah. we have issues in the bullpen, oh, we trust could me. be buyers in the yeah. trade deadline. Oh, yeah. All right. So I would have the Mets against... Um, you would have Dodgers versus Mets <laughs> in, the, in the NLCS. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, well, you know what? I'm sticking to my plan. Like you said, it's hard to repeat. So I got the Mets in seven. All right. So and extra innings. Right. <laughs> All right. So my World Series, I have Braves and White Sox. I got the Subway. Oh shit, you do. I got the Subway. I'm 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 you going Yankees, back. Yeah. Bro, if if there if there is any time to us get revenge in the Subway, this is the time. Dude, if there's a Subway series, your headline is Game One, Garrett Cole versus DeGrom. Cy Young, Cy Young. That's what God. I'm that I would so I'm that. I'm going as a fan. This this is what my picks are because I would love, 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 love to see a freaking Subway series Some and us series, take it this uh, time. And us on top, absolutely with the All black right. jerseys. So <laughs> my prediction, since you know last year I got it correct, this year I had the Braves winning in six. Wow! I think this is the year where Braves get over the hump, win their first World Series since the nineties. The, the team has been too good. Okay, they got that taste last good. year. I like them. I feel like they're gonna retool. They got Charlie Morton. They get Soroka back, you know. And come you gotta, on, Acuna is playing right field this year because they got their rookie in center. They put it together. I have the Braves being your net, your World Series champions. And you got year. to play in who again? The White Sox. The White Sox. Man, that would be interesting. Yeah. Ah. Two young teams. The pitching is young. I feel like Braves, this is their year. I like that. I really like your picks. Uh, like I said, the White Sox are awesome to watch, and the Braves, we've been seeing them constantly getting yes. better. We knew they were going to be at this point sometime soon, so I would not be surprised at all because that team is solid Yeah, uh, for them to take that over. Um, I'm going to have the Mets-Yankees. Like I said, it's the Yankees are tough. I'm going to have the Mets winning in seven. I, it wouldn't surprise me that seven either. Right. I mean, if, if that were to come together because the Yankees are super tough, yeah. the Mets are going to be scrappy. Um, we're going to have to go game seven. Yeah, because right now I think if – Without the Yankees, you go American League, you look at it, you really you think in White Sox as the other really threat besides maybe Blue Jays if they make a few moves. Yeah. Um, that's why Yankees are the odd on, you know, favorites right now and the betting odds and stuff to win the AL and be in the World Series because there's not that solid of a team after not much for they, that. They might be the favorites, but uh, most people are betting on the Mets. Yes. <laughs> and, um but then the AL the White Sox are the other team get the most bets from the AL. Okay. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to do our postseason awards predictions and much more. All right. It is time for our postseason awards. And our first one we're starting up with is the American League MVP. All right. Well, you know, I might sound like a broken record here, but my my choice is obviously Mike Trout. Yeah. So one of my predictions, I did not pick any obvious people. Okay. I went who I think could be dark horses. Okay. Where like Mike Trout's kind of obvious. He's definitely Something obvious. Something like DeGrom with the Cy Young and yep. stuff like that. So I went people other than obvious who I could see mixing. Okay. If I have two people down, because one's got to be a certain scenario. If he stays healthy, I have Shohei Otani winning MVP. Ooh, if nah. he could put together like a 30 home run. Okay. And then win about. I'll say about 12 to 15 games. Okay. It'd be very interesting how many MVP votes since he did on both ends. And let's say the angels make the playoffs. Okay. That could be, other than that, I have Tim Anderson win MVP. Oh, Timmy. I think oh. the batting title, he'll put it together, get some more home runs, 
help okay. the White Sox get over the edge. Hey. And- and make that deep run like I'm predicting. I hope Tim Anderson wins because my coworker is related to Tim Anderson, not closely, but his sister is like married to him. Yeah. And he just got me some uh, autographs, Tim Anderson swag. So, hey, I'd be happy if yeah. that happened. I, I think like, you know, coming up short, the batting title is going to light a fire under his ass for this year. Okay. You know, that little bit of time he missed. And unfortunately, he missed the title that DJ got. Um, I really think I'm really liking them too, and like Otani, if he can put it together, we've been waiting for this guy since he became a rookie. Okay, if he puts it together, this could be the year that Otani, we see Otani what he could be, what he was I mean, in he's Japan. Healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you got for your MVP? Well, you said that's right. You said Trout. Yep, I got Mike Trout on that so, one. So, NL MVP, who do you got? All right, so NL MVP was a little bit harder. Um, I was thinking like you were, saying, you were thinking, and I was like, man, the Braves are super solid this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ronald Acuna Jr. won it. Yeah. Um, however. I went with somebody from San Diego. I went with Fernando Tatis Jr. Solid pick. I like what he's top. doing. I, I just I can't get enough of that guy, man. I have someone different. Okay. I have him from a team in our division. Okay. Not the Braves. Not the Braves. Uh, is it a Met? Nope. Not I have Juan Soto, the Nationals. Okay, yeah. I think he puts it together. Hold on. I thought you weren't going with favorites. I'm not. Juan Soto is the favorite. No, I think. The ML, he's the I odds favorite. Uh-uh, Acuna is like fourth or fifth down. Juan Soto is is the favorite. Is the favorite, I, but I'm like, well, I'm saying like clear cut, like, you know, every year okay. Trout's in it. Trout Grom's is definitely in it, in it. yeah. I mean, but, you know, Soto, I think this could be the first of many MVPs. Well, this would be a good year for him to prove himself. If yes. he can carry that team better than what I had them picked at, yeah. then yes, he could absolutely be MVP. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, did you watch or read the article, what – ESPN did on him. Uh, what they say? Um, so the one thing that caught my eye is I forgot the pitcher's name already, but he he um, struck out Soto and gets into the minor leagues, and he posted the video of him striking him out on social media. Okay. Well, he so, uh, Soto ended up facing him, of course, in the major league, and the first time he saw him since then, and he hit a home run off him and okay. stared him down the whole time around the bases. Okay. <laughs> he said he knows pitchers hear, don't like him. I did hear that, but. Because he takes everything. He wants to prove that he's the best. Well, that's great. So that's I great think mentality. this could be a great year for him and put together an MVP year and the first of, like I said, many possibly. So, so the guy he hit it off of is currently in a MLB? Yeah, I think he was a reliever. Okay. All right. So American League Cy Young. Who do you got? Well, obviously, I got the guy who I. <laughs> okay, so preset. I'm setting this up for a subway series. Yeah. So I got the best against the best. So I got, got Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Okay. Solid odds-on favorite. Besides, Brad I wasn't Beaver. going dark horse. I was going who I think is absolutely going to take this. So you probably might see a little trend with me. Okay. My American League Central, the Cy Young winner. Is from the Central Division, Lucas Giolito from the White Sox. Okay, great. No, that'd be awesome. I think he, you know, we saw the no hair, the potential that he had last year. I think the stress between Lance Lynn um, helping him maybe get little tweaks that he can put together this year and have the year that we all thought he would years ago when he was a Whoa. prospect for the Nationals. Plus, like I said, if we both, um, you know, think that this team has a long, a, a good way to go, like they're going to be a solid, solid team, that's only going to help out the pitcher. So yes. he should have s- solid outings. Yes. Okay. All right, so the <laughs> National League Cy Young. Uh, all right, I'll start. Of course, we know Degrom. You know, especially the spring. Yeah. You know, lights out. You know, a sub one ERA in his spring training outing. I went somewhat dark horse. Okay. Ish. Okay. 
I have a Met. Okay. That's not DeGrom. All right. Well, who is it? I think <laughs> Strowman can put it together. Wow. Learning from DeGrom, he like he goes to every bullpen session. He's been picking DeBron's name. He's had a, a year off since he's opted out last year to work on his trash. He said he's that's all he's been doing since he opted out. It's been working. All right. Contract cool. year. He puts it together. He can be like a Bauer situation, win Cy Young, and then be a free agent. All right. Well, I'm going to go off of what you just said. And since Strowman is going uh, piggybacking with DeGrom and trying to follow his steps, DeGrom's going to be just as hungry in that bullpen or in that in the, in the pitcher's area because he's going to be seeing what Strowman's going to do. And he's like, look, I'm not going to let you beat me at my own game. Plus, I'm hungry because I thought I could have won it last season too. And I wanted the 3 P. I'm hungry. He wants the Cy Young every year. Yeah. DeGrom's going to go get it. He's going to go get it. It's going to be a good one. If it's a 1-2-3 or whatever, if Strowman is in the mix with him, that's fine. But I think DeGrom is super fucking hungry for this. It's almost unfair for anyone in the National League <laughs> to have a good year and DeGrom have a, a solid year like usual. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're blocked by DeGrom. It's kind of like you're getting blocked by Trout. You know, you had a great year, but it's like Trout's right there with you. Yeah. It's it's, it's unfortunate. When you have a, a pitcher that's throwing harder every year and throwing 95 sliders, it's just unfair I know. to it's... have a solid, solid year because – we all believe that if there was a full season last year, DeGrom would have put it together and probably won his third straight Cy Young. I think he would have as well. Um, um, yeah. It's just hard not to vote for the guy. But, but I would love to see Strowman piggyback off of him and pitch just as good, if yeah. not better. Um, but I'll pick a dark horse, too, though. My dark horse, if I had to pick one, would be you, Darvish. Because he, he, pitting off of what he did last season, if he could build on that and San Diego be just as good... It could be he could put it together. And like I said, he got Blake Snell to compete with him so he can both be like, oh, let's let's do this. The biggest thing I think with Darvis would have to be could he stay healthy? right. I'm saying all things, you know, the same. Obviously If I had to go someone that's not the Met, right, I would have to think either Jack Flaherty pops in my mind. That's that pops close in my mind. And also Walker Bueller. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well well, yes. Yes. Walker Bueller well, now has a power there. Yes. And then you know I agree. And then if Clayton puts together a healthy year, is not missing, you're talking like he's a number three versus a number three, probably. You know, he's so, really a number one or number two, but he's gonna be slotted three, probably. And, and you're right. Anybody from Los Angeles could potentially be a Cy Young yeah. winner. And if if I look at the odds here, um, I think I got uh, Bauer, Bueller, and Kershaw are all in the top eleven. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I like I like Stroman. I just feel like DeGrom has got something. He's got a chip on his shoulder. It's like Tom Brady over here, man. Yeah. I, every year, you know, I've been watching DeGrom has been special. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, the rookie year came out of nowhere. And then, you know. An old rookie, too. You know, it's just like. It's just, you know, it's every year. It's like, it's insane. And a lot of people believe that this could be his best year yet. And you're thinking, you know, a couple years ago, we had a 1.7. You're talking sub that. Yeah. I feel sorry for, for whoever anyone. they got to face. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, next is rookie of the year. So, these two are a little harder because you don't know who's going to come up when. Yeah. You know, are they going to get called up? Are they going to stay hot? Whatnot. So, in my American League rookie of the year, I have a guy that we kind of know a little bit Ryan Mountcastle, of the oh, Orioles. Nice. Yeah. You, you I know, thought former about MVP of the AAA of the International League. I think he showed very good potential. He's still technically a rookie. Yeah. He can put it together this year and be one of the bright spots for Baltimore. Okay, great. I mean, and like I said, the, the toughest thing is is that the team that he's on isn't going to compete that well, but yeah. he could shine. Yeah, he could he absolutely could. shine. 
It'd be great to watch him play too. Yeah. Um, the person I have, uh, you know, he he made the team the roster. Uh, shockingly, um, the team's trash, but he <laughs> I have full faith in him. Casey Mize from the Tigers. Okay, I can easily see that because he he's he obviously start, made the starting rotation. I I feel like the team doesn't have a lot to prove, but he could be the game changer for that team. Yeah, he has been very special since been drafted. We've been waiting for this guy to come up. I think we've been hyped up on him. He's the guy that first start in minor league baseball. He had pitched a no hitter. I believe so. So you and, know the potential's he, always been there, right? And he's the guy that I think we had like a, when we did that decade challenge or whatever. We were like hot on this guy yeah. too. So I like him. I do. Uh, that's a solid pick for American League. So then we have the National League. All uh, right. My guy is another bright spot with a team that's going to suck, but he showed very great potential last year, and that's um. Sorry if I butchered your name, buddy, but uh, Key Brian Hayes of the Pirates. Okay. Okay. Very good player last year. He still kept his rookie status, so he can be a rookie this year. I think a full season of him in Pittsburgh is like the bright spot for them while they rebuild. All right. Nice. Um, of course, you know, back to American League, you know, you think about uh, Randy Rosarina because of the playoffs last year. He's still technically a rookie. Okay. Yeah, exactly. National League, you have so much potential with. Who's coming up, but, you know, it's all a bunch of question marks. And I think since he technically is still there and still rookie, I feel I was like, why not? Yeah, no, for real. Um, <laughs> the first, my National League um, <clears throat> Rookie of the Year, I'm going with pitchers again. So, I mean, I got a pitcher in AL, I got a pitcher in the NL. And the person I'm picking to be Rookie of the Year this year has not made the starting team right now. He's actually going to go to the alternate site. Um, but he had bright spots last season. And he plays for the Marlins. His name is Sixto Sanchez. Oh, really? He didn't make the rotation? As far as I know, he did not. But he has 103 days in service of last year. He only needs 69 days to reach a full year this year. So it's not like they're holding him back because of that reason. Um, but I feel like he's only going to be down there for a couple of weeks, and he's going to get brought up real quick, and he, he's going to make a difference. He could be where they, you know, like certain pitchers, like I think they already announced that um, like for National League for Mets, like – Whoever's the fifth starter, because they haven't really announced it yet for the Mets, is probably not going to start the first week because, you know, the day off in between mm-hmm. opening day and stuff. I think DeGrom's going one, then DeGrom's going game five. I think that's the home opener or something okay. like that. So it could be something like that with, with him where he's not going to start rotation, so at least he can go there for a workout a little bit instead of using Ex- him as a reliever. Exactly. And then he gets brought right up. We right. don't know exactly what's And that's, and that's what I'm thinking. Um, I, uh, Craig Mish uh, from the Heralds, he tweeted that the – Marlins are targeting about 150, 160 innings for him um, in his first full season. So yeah, he's 22 he's so, years old. He, he's younger. You know, he's one of the guys that came up sooner than they thought, right? Because of the COVID and stuff. So I like him. I like what he did. I think he could be a potential rookie of the year. Very potential. All right. All right. I I didn't do managers because you know, <laughs> yeah. Last time we did managers, they got they got fired. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, like managers are always weird because usually they don't go with the guys same guys every year. Right. So. If if I throw it off the top of my head right now, you have managers. I'm thinking on um, Blue Jays managers probably for the AL, NL. Whoever finishes better, you're thinking Padres or Mets. Yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah, Mets Mets manager for or Padres like you said. Yeah, uh, if I had to guess, another manager would be what uh, Larusa or whatever for the. <laughs> that is a pos- that that was like that's a possibility. I would, but. He's a Hall of Fame coach right now. I know. So it's like, I, I do I need to vote him as manager of the year? If they have a solid year, I don't know. It's not like he did. He, I feel like he's just 
taking on a team that's already super sweet and just like, all right, let's just go out there, boys. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. So, like I said, Allen has the Mets and Yankees in the World Series. That's right. Winning. Subway Series. I have White Sox and Braves with Braves winning the World Series. I really like that. So, I have a quick question for you for the Yankees. Over under 70 home runs between Aaron Judge and Stanton. Seven, uh, 70 home runs? Total, yeah. Between Over the two. Over or under? Yep. That means they'd have to hit at least 35 apiece plus. Yep. Oof. Oof. Under. I I think, too, you know, it's really debatable if they're going to stay healthy or not. That, and that's my biggest thing. Like, uh, Stan- One would have to carry the other if one gets if only one gets hurt. Right. And I feel like they, they could easily get over 70. However... The last year or so, I'm not I'm not impressed with what they're doing. Um, Stanton's been iffy. Judges had moments. Uh, if if they're both healthy, easily they can get over over seventy. But thirty five apiece right now, that's mm, debatable. It is very debatable. Okay, so I got a question for you. Okay, Mets. Okay, Pete Alonso. Yep. Over or under forty five home runs. Ooh, forty five. That's a tough number. <laughs> Tough number, but the what way did he, he do last year? He, uh, well, I'm not counting last year. I know, but I'm just saying it's still it's still something. I'll pull it up. I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what, but 45. But the way he's looking spring, it's very compelling. I if Mets put together, um, I'm if they have a great year, he figures it out. You're talking. You said 45. Yeah. Mm, that's tough. I might have to say just under. Okay, I I would be okay with him approaching forty. Um, that would be solid if he can get around forty. I think that'd be a great let's see. year. He hit sixteen last year. Okay, so he's at sixty nine for his two two years. Well, the first year was nuts. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, all right. Well, I think that is it for the prediction show. Any, any final thought? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, Michael Conforto bats three hundred with thirty five home runs and over a hundred RBIs. All right. <laughs> uh, and then gets a bunch of money on the free agent market since he's a Boris client. Uh, uh, I, I am not. I, I want Conforto to be a, a, a long-term Met. I want him to be I, his whole career as a Met. I do, too. Um, I want his jersey, but I can't conf- I can't do it until I know he's going to be a long-term. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if somehow if Lindor doesn't sign you know, tonight, tomorrow, whatever, they refocus and try to get Conforto locked up. And then offseason, if Lindor tries to walk, try to offer it then – if he resigns, he resigns. I hope for the best. Um, it's gonna be a great year. Um, I hope everyone enjoys their day tomorrow watching baseball on this weekend. That's right. Uh, it's good to be back. You know, some you know, and if you're going to the game, uh, have fun. You know, not all of us get to go. You know, it's weird. I know hurting some people like trying to get their you know vaccines since like New York, you gotta be vaccinated and get a test two days before. But luckily, I think. Mets don't open up till next week, but Yankees do open up tomorrow. So, for the I think it was just shy of ten thousand fans at Yankee Stadium, it's a little interesting. Mets, you know, they're selling tickets starting Friday for the rest of April, just under nine thousand fans. So, have fun, enjoy opening day. We'll see y'all next week. All right, guys, peace. Hey, thank you for checking out this episode. If you want to hear more, please like, share, and subscribe this podcast with your friends if you want more even more content please go check out our instagram and our youtube channel the beanball podcast we'll catch y'all next time peace